0: You're listening to the Keep Going Podcast, where we keep going after the heart of God because He's our only hope. I'm Nika Maples. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Keep Going Podcast. We are in a series called A Walk Through the Proverbs. Just a note, I use the New Living Translation because it's readable. And I don't approach these podcasts as a scholar, but as a lover of the word who wants to share simple spiritual observations from my own daily Bible reading. Let's review the last episode in two points. Number one, Proverbs 11 tells us that an entire city can be blessed by the humility of one godly person. Number two, we discussed that the way a godly person blesses an entire city is by using strong and healthy communication, which is A, honest, B, careful to keep confidences, and C, free from gossip. Here are a few questions for you. How many daily planners do you have? How many planners do you actually use? And how many planners have you purchased in the past thinking that you would actually use them and then didn't? Oh, I love that surge of adrenaline I feel when I go on the annual hunt for and buy a really good planner. Right now, I use an Emily Lay simplified planner given to me as a treasured present. I love the navy cover with the tiny gold embossed pineapples, the symbol of hospitality. The person who gave it to me said, I have hospitality of heart and I invite people in. How could I not love using a planner that reminds me of such a sweet comment every day? I have purchased all kinds of planners in the past. This addiction started in high school. Every year, I would buy the 5 by 7 Spiral Student Planner from the Abilene Christian University campus. I thought I was hot stuff being a high school student with a collegiate planner. There was no internet then. So I actually had to drive 150 miles to Abilene to spend that 7.99 dollars or whatever to buy it. I would list my homework in every section on every page. And then I graduated high school as a high-ranking girl. When I finally was a college student at ACU, I don't remember ever buying one of those planners again. I don't remember listing any homework or even being aware of any homework, for that matter. I took a lot of Tuesday-Thursday classes, because I thought that would mean I had three days off every week. My friends will tell you I wore stringy cut-off shorts and carried no books. I stopped planning on paper. I stopped planning in my head. I took a lot of naps under the shade trees on the front lawn of Nelson Dorm. Later... I matured and returned to my planner addiction, but mostly just because I love paper and ink, not because I love planning or intend to do any, which is why most of my planners are beautiful on the outside, unfinished on the inside. I used to buy Erin Condren planners for a couple of years. I'm drawn to them, the bright colors, the personalized cover. I even upgraded in my Erin Condren planner ordering savvy to the point that I was not only creating personalized covers within her designs but uploading completely original covers that I had designed. My planner was never going to get mixed up with someone else's planner as if it was just a plain black suitcase on a luggage carousel no way. Everyone would know which one was mine if I were ever in a large group of people who all were carrying Aaron Condren planners and they were all open at the exact same time. Oh, and years before that, I remember buying a Franklin planner. I drove to the Covey Franklin store to pick out all the parts. The puffy off-white alligator binder that I chose would go with whatever I was wearing, I decided. And before I checked out, I bought The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People on audiobook. I had read it before, but I was going to re-listen to it in small snippets while I drove every day, like it was a business devotional. My Franklin planner was as thick and cumbersome as a Bible. Looking at me, you would think if someone bothered to maintain something that substantial, they must have a lot of important ideas to jot down and things to do. Carrying it was like trying to wield an extra arm and a leg, and that was how much it cost. Whew, my Franklin planner was beautiful and empty. I stored those extra packs of monthly inserts in my desk drawer and didn't remember to add them until they were expired, and I had to throw them all out like old cottage cheese because I wasn't using the designer planner I had paid so much for. It was kind of like a gym membership for my mind. I would look back at those barren weeks and say to myself, Oh, wow, I paid for it, but I didn't use it all year. Somewhere, Stephen Covey was tisk tisk tisking. But if daily planners are the gateway drug, then I finally had a turn of career events that brought me straight to the hard stuff. I became a teacher. Nobody, and I mean nobody, loves a tricked-out planner or feels permission to indulge in one more than a teacher. We depend on planners. and the first part of the year, they are filled and color-coordinated with pens and stickers. But the second part of the year, they may as well be Death Valley. Not much is going on there. It doesn't mean we're not teaching. It just means we don't have time to plan the way we used to. If failing to finish a personal planner makes a person feel like a total and complete failure, then can you please imagine perusing the blank pages of a teacher planner knowing that you haven't written in it in a while? You go from thinking, it looks like I didn't do anything all year, to it looks like I didn't teach them anything all year. Look, don't even talk to me about teacher plan or guilt. Just don't. As I looked through Proverbs 12, I could not help noticing how many references there were to planning. I'm even struck by the word ambush in this passage, which sounds sudden, but it's only sudden for the victim. The bandits planned it. Let's read together. Chapter 12 To learn, you must love discipline. It's stupid to hate correction. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important but have no food. The godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. Pause. Did you notice the references to planning and even to things that take time, such as learning or bearing fruit? Learning takes time. and must be planned for. If you just up and decide to go to college without a plan for how to pay for it, without a plan for what to study, without a plan for how to study, without a plan for how to transition to a career, then you may end up taking a lot of naps in the shady grass in the front of your dorm like I did. Learning requires planning. This passage mentions bearing fruit. Bearing fruit also requires planning. In fact, it requires planting. Hard work comes way before a harvest. If you allow me the luxury of a cheesy play on words here, let's say you can plan a deed the way that you plant a seed. A deed is an action. The fruit speaks of the seed that came before it and the action speaks of the thought that came before it i will explain more about the significance of our thought life in a moment a hard worker has plenty of food but a person who chases fantasies has no sense Thieves are jealous for each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escape such trouble. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Fools think their own way is right, but the wise listen to others. A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. An honest witness tells the truth, a false witness tells lies. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Deceit fills the hearts that are plotting evil. Joy fills hearts that are planning peace. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. Lazy people don't even cook the game they catch, but the diligent make use of everything they find. The way of the godly leads to life. That path does not lead to death. Our thoughts are are our plans with or without fancy paper and pens we all keep a planner and it's our mind as i was reading a commentary about proverbs 12 i was struck by this from matthew henry he writes we ought to be observers of the thoughts and intents of our own hearts and to judge ourselves by them for they are the firstborn of the soul they have most of its image undisguised Right thoughts are a righteous man's best evidences, as nothing more certainly proves a man wicked than wicked contrivances and designs. A good man may have in his mind bad suggestions, but he does not indulge them and harbor them until they are ripened into bad projects and resolutions. We ought to be observers of the thoughts and intents of our own hearts, Matthew Henry writes. In other words, we should take an audit of our mind. If you go see an accountant and express a desire to meet a financial goal, she will say, let me see your bank statement. She wants to reconcile how you are spending your money and how you plan to spend your money in order to meet your goal. If you go see a fitness trainer and express a desire to lose weight, he will say, let me see your food diary. He wants to put your calorie intake against your goal and make a plan for calorie expenditure. If you come to see me and tell me that you want to write a book, I will say, let me see your planner. I want to help you find some time gaps where you can plan to focus your efforts in that direction. Viewing the bank statement, viewing the food diary, and viewing the personal planner are ways of taking inventory for the purpose of an expected outcome. The outcome will not be possible apart from these stark and often embarrassing inventories. This is because you have to address what is already there to see what kind of seeds you need to be planting to achieve the harvest you are planning. Ask the Lord to help you take inventory of your thoughts, for they will produce your life. Later in our study we will come to Proverbs 23 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It reminds me of this anonymous quote I have hanging on a poster in my classroom. Be careful of your thoughts, for your thoughts become your words. Be careful of your words, for your words become your actions. Be careful of your actions, for your actions become your habits. Be careful of your habits, because your habits become your character. Be careful of your character, for your character Becomes your destiny. Let's plan well. Me, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. My sin's not Today's music is from Psalm 51 by Shane and Shane and is used with permission. Please pre-order my new book, Everyday Genesis. You will love it. It releases in December 2017, but it's available now wherever you buy books online. If you want to know about your purpose, your gifts, if you want to know about spiritual disciplines, then read it. You'll grow, I promise. And now, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He's called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people, and His incomparably great power for us who believe. We'll talk soon. Until then, keep going. restore to me the joy of your salvation and teach me wisdom in the secret.